I say how it is. I have a squabster at my feet. What's a squabster? A little squabster. She's nibbling on my foot right now. I see she's got some... A little foot nibble. Restraints. Uh, yeah. A little bit of a little collar there. A little cuffed. She'd be she's restrained. Cuffed. She's restrained and cuffed. And, and is kneeling at, at your feet <laughs> in a little cushion. <laughs> that is a slave like I don't know what is. This is uh, it's called role play. It's <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> so... Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> That's not the only way it's gonna it's, happen. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 get used to this. I said, why don't you be my slave for Halloween? She's like, okay, <laughs> not all the time, right? <laughs> she has a much cuter voice than that. Oh, good Mark. She looks so cute. She's eating apple wedges and she's got her laptop. She's on the chat room. She's in the PP chat room and she's at our feet. Uh, Unger, boss. Unger, <laughs> what's the? Are you are you ready to do the Halloween show with this crowd? Of course. Is that, is that of course. very Transylvanian of him? It's quite t- <laughs> Unger is a vampire. He's a boot vampire. Oh my god, this is gonna be great. Let's just do this show. Alright. Alright. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Perverted podcast. Scared that your desires might be strange. Hunger just you! Perverted podcast. <laughs> Join the kinky world of play. Perverted, Perverted podcast. Woo! By myself! <laughs> Happy <laughs> Halloween! Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the spooky adventures of the <laughs> kinky lifestyle of sex and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of absolutely nobody. <laughs> nobody tonight! <laughs> except Mark! <laughs> At your feet! <laughs> At my feet for one show. I was hoping so many people would be here to see her play this out. And yet none are here. None are here. Just, our, just, our perverted audience has deserted us. They have deserted us. So but she's sad. so cute down there. Aren't you just a cutie pie? Well, I'm Kathy. Yeah. And I am not abyss. <laughs> <laughs> and I am uh, I'm a doctor. Check it out. Why are you wearing your fucking jockey what? shorts? <laughs> I can see your nutsack dangling <laughs> down. <laughs> because I'm a kinky doctor. It's oh. fucking Halloween, Kathy. I'm just wearing my regular jeans and shirt. No, you had a mask. I had a mask. You had a mask. We're doing it. This is the Halloween show. Show 74, goddammit. It is Halloween today. That's why. And pajama erotica. It is. So we mash them together in true pervert style. And and call it what? Holorotica. Holorotica. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) It is incredible. (laughs) Unger! But Do we have anybody in the chat room? <laughs> yes. On yes. Halloween, people are in the chat room? How many people are in there? There's about 10. Oh, my wow. God. 10 people that have just as little a life as us. That's basically what it comes down to. Well, let the people in our Perverted Podcast chat room know that we love them. For future references, Perverted Podcast, you can go to the pervertedpodcast.com website. Click on the chat room and go join the cat chat room at what time is it? Monday, 8 p.m., Pacific Standard Time. There you go. And then you can join Unger and Mark in the chat room and all the incredible... Kathy, what did you do this weekend? I had a weird weekend, but I hosted Domination... Threshold's oh, that's right. You did the party. Halloween uh, domination yes. party. How On was Friday. that? It looked pretty busy. Oh, my God. It was so awesome. It was a costume contest, and there was... I mean, it was just spooky, perverted spookiness everywhere, and there was a, it was great. Was you a know who didn't here. win the contest? Who would that be, Boogie? Mark and Earl the Girl. Because <laughs> I had Mark and Earl the Girl here in the Love Lab because, you know, I, I can't play at Domination because it's a female 
lead uh, scenes only. Right. And so we were playing in here and doing fire play and stuff like that. And then they're like, we're really hungry. Can we just go into domination? I saw you guys creep in. I'm all, hey, don't bring your domliness in here, Boogie. I didn't. So, so I put like two of my long shirts on each of them. And then they came in and they got all excited that it was a Halloween party, but they're just literally in nothing but like a long boogie dress shirt, which mm-hmm. by the way, if you're a dude, that's totally hot to see cute chicks in your, in your uh, dress shirt. Mm. So they're like munching, just like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude, this is awesome. And all of a sudden, they're like, wow, this is Halloween, yeah. And somebody's like, oh, there's a contest, a, a costume contest. <laughs> and I'm just sitting in the kitchen like, okay, let's get back to the, and like, where did they go? Where did where did Mark and Earl the girl go? <laughs> and I go into the main room during domination and up there in the contest is Earl the girl and Mark and I'm like what are you doing? We're not even here. What are you doing? And they're like <laughs> and they go through the whole line of people and they're like all these cool costumes or whatever and here's all of a sudden two cute chicks in men's dress shirts. That's adorable. And Mark they go, "Okay, so who are you?" And she goes, "I'm slut 1." <laughs> and Earl the girl goes, "I'm slut 2." And everyone clapped. And I'm like, oh my god! Because everybody, I guess, knew what two cute girls in uh, men's shirts signifies. So they, I thought, oh my god, you can't win! You just walked into the party. You can't it's just cool. eat all the food and I then win the contest. That. Yes, of course they can. So Mark can do anything. somebody else won. I forget who who won. Nixie won. Nixie won. That's prizes. right. She was like zombie. She was weird. Like um, she had. She I was don't know. living dead girl. Living dead living girl. Dead girl. But she had like like the Rob Zombie living dead girl on oh, her. Good. It was really. Yeah. Well, I'm glad she won, seeing as she was at the whole party and didn't yeah. just crash it. I would have loved it if Mark won. So bold. Yeah. So bold, these Hey, hey I host that party. She can win. She can do anything she wants. It was there. good. You, on the other hand, I need had, to stay in the love lab. I, I, I would have, but I'm, they needed to eat. I'm and so my, uh, my supply, my little refrigerator supply of chocolate pudding and rice pudding <laughs> became, uh, you know, though they ate 20 of them... Um, they needed wow. some real food. Real sustenance. Yeah. So uh, for me, it was cool, though, because it was Weekend of Fire. So I had uh, Mark's friend, uh, Earl the Girl, was over. And, and we don't have sex, you know, because I'm not that way with her. But You just play with her? Yeah. But she wanted, yeah, it was just a little, just like a little experiment. Cool. So, um, and she wanted to try fire play, which, of course, I love doing fire play. So that was really exciting to just see how hypnotized she got with the flame and everything. And it was, it was really cool. And she's like, okay, that was actually uh, you know, pretty, pretty cool. And I'm like, <laughs> Corruption. <laughs> and so then the next night we had uh, another of our friends come over and I did fire play again. And so I started getting all into just, it'd been a while since I'd done fire play and just, you know, it's so nice to have the love lab now with the massage table and everything in here. And that even though I'm not in threshold, cause there was another renter going on that night. Um, it was so amazing. It made me, cause I lived in the motorhome for five years. Right. So to go from like, oh, you know, I, I don't really have my own place to all of a sudden really feeling that, that we have a place now, not just to do the podcast, but I can actually live and play and do stuff. Like, so I got all like, you know, kind of like saying the Jefferson songs moving on up, you know, <laughs> well, moving on up. You don't know how many times I've sang that fucking song, <laughs> Kathy. And then literally within a year, well, I'm going on back. <laughs> So it's my theme song, and I know every time I sing it that eventually the bottom is going to drop out. But it's it is pretty exciting. This is why you and I are friends because I could. That is my story too. <laughs> Yikes! Out of the way. 
Yikes! And away! <laughs> Daffy Duck jumping off the branch. Next tree. Next Bam. tree. Next tree. That is Kathy and I's perverted podcast life, goddammit. And our listeners our are, are, are entertained by it, goddammit. And then, uh, oh, oh, I'm going to play. Um, I did a jingle for, you know, King and Princess were here last week. <laughs> so, uh, which was awesome. We had fun. We made camp pancakes the next morning for them. And I made a giant pancake. And then, you know, Princess put it on her pussy and took a picture of it. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> and because that's what you do with leftover pancakes. You have all this leftover mix. You make a giant pancake and then you put it, you know, either on your head or your pussy or you sit on it, oh you know, God. whatever. Because um, that's food play and Kathy hates food play. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they, they have a podcast, a royal pair, and they're like, can you do a jingle for us? And they paid you. And they paid me the man. big mugs. I yeah. did. So, uh, hey, they're on, I think they're on iTunes. They're on iTunes for and sure. They basically, and Podbean. And Podbean. And they just sit in their bed and kind of talk about their experiences. And it's great. The more podcasts, the merrier. Let's get them out there. And now they have a jingle. Listen to the king and his princess Wiser through the years, things they've done Getting really kinky all the time Dealing with the royal pair See, dealing with the royal pair, you see what I did there? I see what you did Princess gave me no information (laughs) I'm like, tell me, do you have a slogan? Do you have something? She's like, yeah, well, we do a show yeah. Do you have a catchphrase? No, no. really. They yes. pretty much just lie in bed Pinky. with their laptop. <laughs> their cat's crawling on them. <laughs> that is awesome. That That's is. Cool. Why don't we do our podcast like that? I'm not getting on the bid. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you that right why now. Why not? It's, because it's it, on Cinder Block. It's comfy. Are you going to tell them about BizBaz? BizBaz is coming up this Saturday. At Threshold. 1 to 7. If you are in the North Hollywood or Los Angeles or surrounding areas. BizBaz stands for Bizarre Bizarre. It's one of our three yearly fundraisers. It is wall-to-wall vendors, kinky vendors, right before Christmas. Come in and get all of your kinky Christmas needs. Kinky Kissington. There'll be a sampler booth. Sampler booth. We're teaching a couple orientations, getting people, you know, learn about the lifestyle, things like that. It's It's an amazing day, and there's some great deals to be had and some amazing vendors. I mean, they're really great. Big party. That night. Big party after that you I'm and I are hosting. Play. Yes, we are hosting, yes, goddamn it, which means that uh, we're going to have a long day. Yeah. <laughs> the perverted podcast I started crew about will be 7 there. in the morning, and yeah. uh, and then we finish about 3 oh, yeah. a.m. The, the next day. So it's it's a long it's day, but it's a lot a of fun. Day. And it helps me forget my Fifi shame. What 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 is a Fifi shame? I, you know, I didn't want to talk about this, but, you know. Far be it for me to not make an ass out of myself or be vulnerable <laughs> for really? in front of perverted podcast <laughs> listeners. Unger, anything going on in the chat room that you want to talk about? We're doing this before Fet Life stuff, by the way. Okay. Uh, we they, they are watching scenes from the Rocky Horror Picture Show because they were talking about it. Oh, very good. I love so that. Now movie. that we very got good. the YouTube thing going, we're watching the scenes and talking about it, and um, that's pretty much all that's happening. Oh, cool. Riff Raff is my favorite. Who's your favorite Rocky Horror character? Uh, Magenta. I am straight. Ro- That's right. You used to be Magenta. I did dress up as that Magenta. That is. Unger, favorite Rocky Horror character? I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Don't ask Mark. She doesn't even know what it is. <laughs> she's like, what? But she's what? watching I like now. Rocky Road. <laughs> she's watching it now on the chat because Rocky. it's there. Well, very good. Right. That is good. Um, yeah, no, my Fifi shame. Uh, so we know we're we're linking up with uh, Sexplanations with Dr. Lindsay Doe. Yeah. And we talked about the fact that we did... Um, the video with her, the BDSM video here at Threshold, and I taught of one of her videos that's hopefully going to be released in the next week or so. 
So she has this awesome channel where she explains everything about sex. She's a sexologist, and it's an incredible and just so open and just the type of things you think young people should learn because she talks about how to insert a tampon, what is your vagina, what are what is puberty, what is masturbation, all of these different sex education things from somebody that's not a predator like me. Um, so you can actually <laughs> feel comfortable learning from her. So she has one that's called How to Make a Toy Vagina. Is it a vagina or a uterus? A d- vagina. It's a toy how vagina. How to make a toy vagina okay. for masturbation. And she oh. teaches about 11 different ways. I think it's got like 600,000 views. She teaches like uh, how to make fake vaginas so you can masturbate with them. And so I watch the video and and I'm like, huh, huh. The fu- like you just take a towel, roll it up with a tube of toothpaste and a surgical glove, and then you pull out the tube of toothpaste and put the thing on the end and wrap the surgical glove over the end, put lube in it, and fuck it. Uh, oh, no. And, oh, boogie. Well, Kathy, oh. um, it'd been a long day. And uh, like I said, I don't have sex with Earl the girl, and she's fucking hot, so I was like all kind of repressed there. I had, you know, some with Mark. but uh, And then the next night was kind of a new lover, so it was, it was you know, not really rare. It was, you know, it was beautiful and, you know, really learning each other. So I just, I didn't, I was still a little pent up. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what, I'm going to make myself a Fifi. I guess it's called a Fifi. When you roll up a towel and fuck it. So oh. with a surgical glove and lube. So I did. And I made it like with a towel too big. And then. <laughs> so it's a big old so fat the, vagina. So, the, so <laughs> I had myself a fat pussy. I'm like, I like this. But then the thing was too tight and I couldn't get my dick in it. And it goes limp. And I'm like, this is awkward. This is so awkward. And I'm just trying to fuck this towel. And it's not good. So I'm like, okay, put on some dirty fucking cartoon oh. bestiality or something. Oh, so. So I'm like going back and forth and finally I make the right town, the right combination. And so I do it. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> this actually feels really good. And and I finished in the Fifi. Oh, the shame of it all. And that's what happened. No, really? That Why is exactly what happened. <gasps> I don't know what the hell happened. But all of a sudden, I felt like I did when I was a Christian and that I was doing something that I shouldn't be doing because she talked about it so naturally. Like, yeah, you roll this up and then you play with it. And she had no judgment in this fucking video. None. She just said, you know, you do this and you play and she works with some oversexed people and she's like, hey, you need to get into yourself and your masturbation. She was like really non-judgy about it. But in my head, I still had all this dirty judgment about doing something like that. And so I felt like, you know, kind of like I shouldn't be experiencing something that feels good with myself. Like somehow you're a fucking pansy or like you're like, I don't know, gay or whatever fucking schoolyard voice came in my head when I was a kid that somehow said doing something like this, having sex with a blow up doll or a sex doll or a fleshlight or something. Women, of course, I, you know, we encourage women to masturbate and explore themselves and it's beautiful and it's sexy and it's wonderful. But for some reason, if a guy enjoys himself a little too much, it's the butt of all these jokes. Then that's, yeah, yeah then it's that's, shameful. that's yeah. somehow shameful thing. And it really confused me because she made it seem so cool. And then I started feeling real guilt and shame. So, you know, to get through it, I had to try to do it again. So, Because <laughs> that's the solution. Because <laughs> so, I was still horny and I'm like, it felt good. Why shouldn't I 
feel good? Why should I feel shame about wanting play? And in bed, I'm a giver. I really want to give. I want to create arousal in that environment. But for myself, I'm really, I don't care if I come, you know, I, I rarely do. And so it was really, it was an awkward mm. feeling to go, hey, this actually feels good and there's nothing wrong. And it's all about you. Yeah. And bringing yourself pleasure and not someone else. Yeah. So it was that weird. That is some... Um, it was weird. Honest shit there, Boogie. So I don't know what that is, what I can look at. You know, I, I don't think Dr. Dr. Lindsay's going to take any of my fucking phone calls. <laughs> you know, I saw your video. You know, I did that video with you, and I hope it works out really well for you. By the way, I have some masturbation issues that I'd like to talk with you about. She's going to be all, oh, watch the video, El oh, Clicko. Click. <laughs> that life is a funky, kooky, naughty, kinky place with no shortage of cockshot avatars and chicks with cum all over their face. Yeah. And they got groups and events and shit like that if you're interested. <laughs> For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. What do we got? What do we got? We talk? have a post from another name I love, Papa P. Papa P. P. Who wrote, We need less safe spaces oh, and more one. challenges. This is a good one. You ready? Mm hmm. Yeah, I am. There was once a time when a person new to any community, college, a new job, Alcoholics Anonymous, or the King community, was expected to have a modicum of courage and resilience to be a productive member. They had to set and maintain boundaries and communicate for themselves. And if they couldn't hack it, eventually things didn't work out and they dropped out. Pretty simple. If you don't do your job in the workplace, you get fired. You are uninterested in doing your assignments in college, you fail. Don't want to talk to people in a social group, you remain alone. Why should kink be any different? Somewhere, though, for some reason, BDSM gravitated to an attitude that everything must be shave-cornered and child-proofed. The cupboards needed to be locked and the play rules needed to be posted bold and crayon. Trigger warnings, disclaimers, and negotiations ad nauseum precede too many lectures, seminars, or play scenes. Who are these people that need the safe spaces, and why are they looking for them here? When and how did the BDSM community become so fragile? I, I, I have... <laughs> I, I look. We look. Hand? We have a new toy. <laughs> oh, God. Look at this. We have a new toy that we got—a perverted podcast bullhorn. Oy. Look, I'm gonna. It's so good. Way to do. Attention, uh, listener, <laughs> uh, writer of blog. This would be a good time to start your own fucking party. <laughs> Repeat: start your own fucking party, and stop bitching. That is all. That's your opinion. Obviously. <laughs> okay, first and foremost, uh, the points about people being too fragile and overly PC, I'm right on board with him. Yeah. Totally on board with him. He had a couple points that um, it's really hard to hear someone kind of, and it wasn't made as a rant, it was observational, he wasn't aggressive or whatever. It was a really long He was wrong too. about AA, though, because I go to that fucking I meeting. I fucking and, knew you were going to say and that. And people hold <laughs> your fucking hand. You aren't even capable to wipe your own ass half the time when some people come into AA. So there is a lot of coddling. There are a lot of people who need that extra coddling. There are people in this lifestyle that do need that extra coddling. And the wonderful thing that you can do is start your own party. If you are more mature and a veteran player, 
by all means, start an edge play party. We have people that do that here. And it says right on the door, this is an edge play party. This is not for beginners. If you're going to come into this party, then no, you're going to see fisting and hook pulls and screaming and rate play and heavy things. Start a party because if other people want to have a party that is geared towards more people, because we have three kinds that we, two kinds that we do at Threshold. We have kind of the medium party where there's a lot of edge play and there's some fisting and stuff like that. Um, but we are a little protective over our new people because we advertise ourselves as, a, as the place to go for new people. So that means you do have people that come in that have maybe only heard about a spanking and they don't know what the hell they're supposed to see when they walk in. And if it's overwhelming for them, then as a dungeon that says we want to be there for people that are coming into this community and help them in that transition, then we do have a responsibility to hopefully prepare them as best we can while at the same time letting them know this is kind of how it goes. But anytime someone sits in a chair and tells somebody like me or you who runs eight parties a month and gets off our ass and actually hosts these different parties that we believe in, this is how the format should be, my first reaction is, hey, man, all you need to start at your own party is a resentment and a coffee pot. Just say, I don't like the way it's done. Get off your ass and go start a party and make whatever rules you want at your party. Post whatever signs. Not allow new people. Tell them to run away and fucking hide. Make people wear funny hats. Start that party. Well, I will say that... Um if you're more interested in what Papa P has to say, I would suggest reading the whole post because as is the issue with every one of these posts that I choose, I have to choose a really tiny amount of a sure. huge post. And he does actually address a lot of those issues. Sure. Okay, and he so says I get, go to munches and Yeah, exactly. Like but uh, surprisingly, I am not of the same opinion as you on this, even no, though I'm one you're of those more, people I know. who... We were going to talk about that in the second half. Okay. Go. I... Because what I got from his post was he was talking about the extreme, the extreme coddling that happens. I'm not talking. I'd, I don't. I would say that any one of these things that he mentioned that you took out one or two or three and said we do these things like we post the rules, we make sure that that people uh, tell the DM before they do edge play just so they give them the heads up. I don't consider that what he called negotiations disclaimers ad nauseum mm -hmm. he's talking about extremes where you can't even walk in someplace without and 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 the reason i think that we don't uh, maybe see that that we, you and i don't uh, aren't that upset about it is because here in la we're the exception Threshold right. seems to be the exception. Alcohol is allowed at other places. Sure. Uh, there are in some of those places there are no DMs. The rules are minimal, so we're considered the the, we're the considered rule the, crazy people. Yeah, but we're not uh, compared no, to what he not. was talking about the control and that we have fisting scenes, we yes. have blood plays. So but I'm I like, think what party is this guy talking yeah. about? Well, obviously, anybody who writes a post is writing things that are personal to them sure. according to their area, and I can only assume. And I've read, I know that you don't do that much reading on, on Fet Life on, on the Kinky and Popular, but I, I do a lot of reading. Sure. And I'm always surprised at how many people post about this similar thing. Not always uh, against it, but saying that their place vets people and their place goes over the top to make sure that everybody is safe and taken care of. Jeff Mock happens to be one of those people who, if I'm not mistaken, runs the, he runs the geeky uh, kink event or something, and he 
they uh, vet people. I could have this wrong, but I have read that they sure. go to they go to great measures to make sure that their people are taken care of. And I think that that's what this poster is talking about. So you're about. saying that's not good to vet people. I think that there is a limit beyond which you are going overboard and you are doing too much. See, I think that there is no limit if you want what you want. I think it's ridiculously retarded to tell people how to have their kink. I think if you want your kink this way and you think that that party is overcoddling, don't go to that fucking party. And I agree. I'm not Start your own with party. You. Right. Start a party so we can have everybody in there. Because what kind of bugged me about the thing is he's on the, the camp like, do we even need to tell people about kink? Do we need to go out there and let people know? Or should we just wait for them to somehow magically, uh, you know, kind of come in and not do dangerous things, you know? Yeah, but you and like I... You, have... you, you, we have two completely different yes. views. So you're on the board with this guy right. that says, no, we, we don't need to go out and evangelize for kink and that we should just kind of stay here and just wait for them to come to us and find us. So then people like me who at age 23 tie up his wife on his honeymoon and leave her alone in a fucking hotel room and a fire happens and she dies, which we read about all the time. These types of stupid mistakes happen because I didn't know there was a community because nobody fucking told me. Right, but I will. There is a reason, but you don't have to be that person, Kathy. No, no, I don't. And I, but I have no problem with someone else doing it. I think that's the difference. Is that I'm not telling you, hey, Boogie, you shouldn't go and do that. Well, the, the, go for it if you want to. I just think I don't want to do it, and I, I actually have an opinion that it's it's kind of a waste of time. But just as as Abyss told me a couple of weeks ago when she said. When I was complaining that when I w- about mentors, when you're ch- when you're a child, how is a child supposed to know this stuff? Because we start to learn our sure. sexuality when we're that young. And she said, jokingly, you know, back then, Kathy, there was no internet, and now there is. The same is true now. Sure. I started in 2007, finally, after so many decades of my life exploring BDSM, and all I had to do was Google BDSM right. North Hollywood, which is where I lived, and bam. Not just Threshold, right. but all these others came through. So it's not like, like... I understand that, but you were looking for BDSM. What if, and let's take a big what if, the 15 or so percent of people who have strong kinky tendencies, but don't even know what kinky is. They don't know who they are until you go, hey, all they have in their fucking head is what the media tells them, which is some guy raped some chick and they were on Fet Life. And that's all they get. So they go, well, obviously, that's not my lifestyle. But, wow, I'm really curious about, you know, kind of this, like, play or I want to do this role play or I get, you know, really excited fucking fifis on the, you know, from a Sexplanations video. They don't even know that they are kinky. So somebody being out there and saying, hey, by the world, the way, there's this entire world that exists. It's amazing. We learn how to communicate with each other. We learn how to be ourselves and sexually explore ourselves in a way that doesn't have judgment and shame, hopefully, as long as it's legal and consensual and we can do all these things. And when we go on panels to these colleges, and and you don't do a lot of these panels with me, when you go to these colleges, the responses, because the teacher makes them right, what do you think? The overwhelming response is, I never even imagined. That there was a whole community. That that this was available to me. Right. That this mindset was available to me. So for people like me and you and this guy don't have to be a part of that. 
But for people like me, I ask the question when I get out of bed, do I want to live in a world where people don't lose their job for being kinky? Do I want to live in a world where people don't lose their kids in custody battles for being kinky? Do I want a day when the media won't be considered relevant if they blame our lifestyle every time a kinky person does something criminal? And to me, what gets me out of bed, doesn't have to be you or this guy, but what gets me out of bed every day in my shitty little fucked up world is I suffered greatly as a young person, confused, repressed, and told I was bad for everything to the point to where I'm 48 fucking years old and masturbating with a fucking towel gives me guilt and shame because nobody took the fucking incentive to look me in the eye and go, hey, you know what? Your sex is okay. Let's explore. That makes me an evangelist for kink. Right. And I don't, I'm just going to say this. This is a different age. This is an information age that it has nothing to do with the time that you and I grew up in. I also think that those, you make comments like, we're just going to, you're saying that we should just sit back and wait till these people magically find us. There's no magic about it. All you have to do, in my opinion, is just a little bit if of, you wait, know. no, a little bit of research. Not if you know, sexplanations, um, so many things on but YouTube. Sexplanations is a person going out into the world. And saying people need this information. And doing it for the person who only has to sit there behind a computer screen and sure. type it into YouTube. Yeah, I don't, I'm not saying we need to go out on the streets on, in fucking Hollywood and pass out flyers to come to our kinky church. I, I just think I'm that saying, to get those 15% you're talking about who have no idea, I, I, there's, only, there's a limit to what I believe we need to do as a kink community. There's I, a limit. I completely respect that. And I completely respect this guy wanting... A party that is a little le- is a little more edgy because believe me, I get there's there there's uh, fucking Lizzie um, has her party, the social light party, which yes. is specifically game to be extra safe, no sex, no full nudity, and there is a certain group of people who feel very comfortable in that party. I don't go to that party because I want to play harder. But I enjoy the fact that, wow, it is great that somebody takes that initiative for that demographic of people. And then there's people who we know play really hard and would never come to a threshold party. And people complain about thresholds rules. And we're kind of in the middle. And I think that's great that there are people here that are having that party. And then the people that are extreme, as long as it is legal and consensual, I don't care if you cut someone's fucking arm off. That's Well, that's not legal. Okay, but you know what I mean. (laughs) If that's... Between you two, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> if that's between you two, I'm not gonna. You want to punch a chick in the fucking face, and that's a consensual relationship. Irish fucking what do they call it? Irish fucking goggles or whatever. Is that what it's you called? know, there's people who do it. That's not my kink, but there are people that do it. And as long as they've worked out and and communicated, I think they should be able to have their kink and be adults and be consenting. But I, I really. And maybe this guy just triggered me because he asked that question and whatever. My first thing to this guy is, great fucking post. Go have a party. Yeah. 
And I happen to be more uh, along. I, I happen to believe Threshold is the perfect middle ground. This is why I love this club so much because Threshold does not go crazy. I think in comparison to a lot of of clubs in the in the greater Los Angeles area, we are way more safe than than others sure. simply because of the whole DM issue and the alcohol issue. That alone sure. makes us safer. Sure, sure. So I'm comfortable with what we do. I would not be comfortable if Threshold started doing even more and creating all kinds of safe space. And Unless rules. it was a specific party, then I would support, that, like, 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 Lizzie, a, like Lizzie, the and social hers life is party. A private rental, though. Yeah, that's right. It's a it's a private rental, yeah. so she gets I to have no it. No problem with that. I'm yeah. talking about threshold. Yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't have fun here. Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah. really what it comes down to: that you get to have your type of party, Papa Smurf. What is his name? Ah, uh, let's not get mean, Papa P. I, oh, it's Papa. <laughs> P. What's wrong with Papa Smurf? Papa, Papa Smurf, Smurf is my fucking hero. I thought it was I, whatever. Oh my god! No, I want this guy to have his party and take this energy because it is a valid point. Because Papa P, you and a lot of other kinksters feel this way. Yeah, you guys should group together and start up another party. Right, but I There's don't need room. to because I love Threshold and I love. This, exactly so you're okay here, but yeah. but this guy can do it. This guy can just say, hey, you know what? I have a feeling, and I think there's other people that have a feeling, and start And a he actually mentioned that in his very long post, talking sure. about what he would love to see is a kind of the kiddie pool the kiddie party, pool. he mentioned. And it, so he's he's being very balanced about it. And again, I'll say I chose this very specific portion of his post to discuss. But I knew that this was going to be tough, because you and I have discussed this before, and you and I are about different opinions when it comes to being kink evangelists. And so I thought, this is great, because the listeners get to benefit from two different points of view here. I love you, Kathy. I love you, too. Baby. I love you, Papa P. <laughs> get off your ass and fucking start a party. Ah! Anytime <laughs> I see... so, I, I'm sorry, I get... I'm volunteer crazy you, you kind of are and you do, do so we so we do stand up you know we yeah. that's 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 the first answer i give to anyone hey if you don't like something free country man get up and do it get it done i can't wait to hear about your party i can't wait to hear about the success and how you have something that works for you and your group i'm i'd be excited to hear about that papa p i'm putting it to you motherfucker <laughs> i'm putting a challenge on you you <laughs> Because I don't want to start another party. <laughs> I, I, I want to do less parties. <laughs> All right, what's the other topic? Uh, actually, we have something in between, don't we? What? Yeah, you put. Oh it my there. god, that's right! It's hollow erotica. Hollow erotica. Hey, cool attack. <laughs> See, it's horror music. It's Halloween, Gabby. <laughs> freak! I feel like I'm in a cemetery. <laughs> you want to go first? Are we doing? Wait, what's the topic of this haiku? Werewolf sex. Oh, werewolf sex. Okay. <laughs> you go first. Cause, okay. It's a haiku. He's there behind me, warm, soft fur against my back, growls and nips my ear. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> haiku attack. <laughs> Cough. Cough. Gag, gag. Hork. Oh, too many syllables. Ack. That was seven. <laughs> Blowing a werewolf. Haiku <laughs> <laughs> attack. Are those hairballs? Those are hairballs. See, <laughs> because I was blowing a werewolf. Hey. <laughs> Doesn't know how to trim. I don't care if you got hair, just fucking trim. <laughs> oh, gross. Moon dweller. <laughs> Moon Howler. Oh, Lycanthrope. Oh, Lycanthrope. 
All right, what's uh, the next topic? Who else can I fucking piss off? I know, really. <laughs> I feel shame. Wait, wait. Well, oh, we're doing that? Yeah. I don't know. You just got pointed at the board. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. It's time for the cage. The cage is a social media mega god malice of pleasure and pain. The cage. Yes, we get to talk about the cage again. Yes, we the do. Cage. The cage.co. They've been growing. Yeah. They've been growing. They're, they're uh, you know, it's still, you know, it's still relatively small, but they're growing, which means we have more shit. More exactly. That's basically it. We, I had to, st- we had to stop it just for a short while, suspended until we could get, they, they got get a bunch of thing. posts now. And well, the owner, who's absolutely awesome and cool um, and very supportive of, of Perverted Podcast, um, has, uh, you know, had to do work. <laughs> had to actually until, eat to pay the, the rent. Until the site makes, you know, well, he make, they make money off the cage in Israel because that's where the cage came from. Um but uh, so, yeah, it's growing. I mean, just like I say, more than merry. That's more sources of information. They're different than FetLife. I love FetLife, and it's great to have. Just let's get them out there, man. That's right. So this is from one of their forums. Uh, the Someone named Brown wrote a post, a uh, question for the forum called Subrat, in which he <laughs> says, my sub is a bratty sub, and I'm having trouble training her. She purposely breaks rules to get punished because it turns her on. <laughs> Is that normal behavior for a bratty sub? <laughs> I could use some advice on how to better oh, train her. <laughs> cool attack. <laughs> I love so, this topic. Sounds to me like... I love this topic. Isn't that topping from the bottom? No. Y- y- you know what? This is magic. First off to the... Who is, who is it? Brown? Brown. By the way, the most interesting kink name. It just... What's your it's name? Brown. You're like... Death lichen, <laughs> you know, <laughs> brown. <laughs> that's fucking no bullshit, man. That is, <laughs> I don't give. I, that's, I don't give a fuck. Brown, listen to me. <laughs> this is an amazing time for you. This is an amazing time, and is an honest question. And I just want you to know, don't worry about it. This is this is very normal and new. Kind of discovering your DS side and discovering your partner and what is going on. This type of little power struggle is totally normal for somebody who, as a dominant, has not yet completely grasped what your plan is. And that's part of dominance. It's saying, I have a plan. I always have a plan. This is my plan. And you look for somebody that's interested in your plan. Hopefully, there's a higher calling or whatever. But it's amazing that you're having this time because you guys are just feeling each other out because nobody <laughs> no see what it's, <laughs> thank thank you Kathy thank you for pointing this out what you guys are going through right now is an understanding that as a dominant top daddy whatever you're going to be nobody owes you that respect so this is the challenge phase so sometimes bratty is topping from the bottom and Kathy will probably you'll talk about that Sometimes it's just playful to where they just want to get more spankings, and that's the dynamic. Mark and I do that all the time. But some of it, it has a more serious issue, which is, are you putting a plan forth? Is it a good plan? Is it something that your submissive can see a future in? Can they see themselves growing? Can you let them know you have your their best interest at heart? And that you are going to take them. Because if not, you're going to get a lot. No matter what, you're going to get power struggles. Nobody, almost nobody is, you know, a natural, true submissive. Most people will have a challenge. And that's part of the excitement. Is that they get to find that challenge. And you get to earn that respect that you will find. um, That they are more willing to go along with your plan. 
once you have a plan. Right. I actually totally agree with you because uh, he's new to kink and if he's enjoying it, fuck what anybody else says because there's some people who like that dynamic. You do it a lot. (laughs) It's fun. You are a (laughs) shit-talking brat of brats. (laughs) You know that I do that to you just to get on your nerves. I That's don't actually, true. Well, we I'm don't, not that bratty when we I'm We don't have that much of a power I'm, exchange. No, the, we don't. You are not my submissive. <laughs> so true. If there is one thing that you are not, you are many things to me. And I don't need no man to tell me what to do. You do. <laughs> Obey no, my so, But when I play with the guy I play with, um, it's a huge part of our play because we both find it hilarious and we have a ball doing it. But we did communicate a lot. In the beginning, we still communicate a lot. We talk about that a lot. And we have gotten to know each other well enough to... I can tell when he he's drawn that line in the sand and now things right. need to get serious. And it, it happens in the middle of a scene and then it's gone and the next few minutes are fun and then it happens again. And I love going back and forth between that. And, and, and we had to learn that. And it works for us. And so I would say the same thing to him. Don't... Relax. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, don't, don't, don't stress don't over it. So I mean, it's a fun challenge. And and you you still push those boundaries. But you got to a level with Creative Explorer that you do respect the fuck out of him. I've never heard you talk about anyone with more respect than you talk about him for his mind, his plan, his ability to communicate with you has earned a place where you trust. You can oh, yeah. let go with him. And that's... Not saying I'm not a submissive, but from everything that I've heard from submissives, a submissive wants to feel safe enough to let go with you because that's very vulnerable. It, vulnerable is not something I, I like being, and I, I push it away as far as I can. And because of that reason, I've never really found anybody that I uh, will ever commit to to that level or submit to. Uh, in the way that I have with him. Trust for me was that open door. Sure. And so the more trust that I, I found in him, oh my God, the easier it was. But that takes time. In the beginning, it wasn't like that. And for Brown and his girl, I would say same thing. Just go with it and communicate when something slips sideways, discuss it and move on from there. And and I, in that question, I didn't hear anything about what it was that he wanted. If he right, had yeah, said, yeah. and I really hate that she does shit like sure. this, then you would have nowhere to go. But um, I'm the. I feel the same way you did. Uh, find out. He needs to find out find for out himself for what, what he, he wants. wants. Write down a list, Brown. Do this if you'll take a challenge from Perverted Podcast. <laughs> make a list because I've done it and said, as this dominant character, when I'm in this place, what do I actually need from a person that I have a power exchange with? You know, is it I need you know you to worship my god cock? You know, that's wh- and why? <laughs> because it strokes my fragile ego. Because I'm I can be very insecure about things. So it's nice when when somebody who is in a power exchange with me builds me up. It makes me feel good about myself. It makes me feel that they care about me and blah blah blah. So go. Don't just write what you want, but write why. And once you do that, you'll be able to look at that person and go, "What is this person capable of?" Mark. And I have an incredible relationship where there is lots of bratty shit talking. She is free to do that. And then there is a line where I let her know this is, you know, this is now I need serious time. You know, I have a plan and and I want to follow this, especially when she gets with other girls. Oh, my God, they gang up on me. It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) And I let it happen 
Until there's a point. Yeah, there's and always then, a line. And I think in the cage, there was great comments. I mean, yeah, right no away, worries. people just right away said, don't worry about it. Here, set a plan. But uh, what was the most important thing is don't punish a masochist with a spanking. It's just <laughs> not an effective way. It is called <laughs> negative reinforcement. They are going to, because they're trying to control you. Yeah. And so that's okay. You just need to know that I'm not going to play with you right now. If you're serious about this behavior is starting to get a little a little much, then you say, you know what, we're going to stop right now. And I'm going to, you know, you go take some time and, and calm down or, you know, sometimes give corner time or whatever, you know, whatever your dynamic says is okay that you guys have agreed on. And then let them come back when they're ready to be in a, in a more submissive mindset. Right. It's a great topic. It I, I get excited because, man, it just reminds me, you never, I never have to stop treating each individual that I have an interaction with with an understanding that they don't owe me a fucking power exchange. And every time I read this, I realize it, that just because I'm awesome, just because <laughs> I'm a love Lord. guy, just because when my penis works, it fucking makes imaginary angels sing. From the heavens. Just because I... Mark is laughing. Shut up, Mark! (laughs) Submit! Obey! Obey! She's at my feet looking up at my nutsack. How does that feel? Yeah. Oh, she made a little tonguey one. Even though that is wonderful and I have some good confidence in myself now, finally. um, Nobody owes it to me. And I better be willing to show them that I have a plan and can create a safe space for them to be vulnerable. Right. Great topic. Great. Great. So I'd like to know what's going on in the chat room. Anger! Yes. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, we, we are talking about fire play, actually, still. Oh, my Lord. That's uh, a nice. long conversation. And, and watching pieces from comedy musical horror films. <laughs> nice. There are comedy musical horror films? Well, there's that, at least two. There's, there's, Rocky, there's Horror. Rocky Horror Picture Show and, and Head, there, there's Hedwig. Little Shop of Horrors. I love Little Shop of Horrors. Which is what we're watching now. Wasn't oh. Hedwig in the Angry Ancha musical? It was a musical and a comedy, but I don't know if it falls into the horror. I don't know. I don't even fucking know. Uh, I don't know. I never okay. saw it. I just knew it was about somebody that had a bad sex change operation and was left with like an inch of Sort of penis left. Oh my god, is that what that's all about? Yeah, I will. So it was, so it was, it was like a big transgender kind of community. Oh. I, mean, I don't know if it was good or bad, but <laughs> I just remembered I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> just said that's good for you. <laughs> Yay, team! <laughs> don't want to be on it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. I don't even know what this is about. I'm just honest. You didn't you write don't. anything. I don't know what perverted my oh, locks is it's about usually, today. We, we talked about it. Okay, so Bound to the Sun wrote to us. I remember that name. Yes, you do. I remember she the says, name. She says, I am a proud and dedicated pee-pee zombie. Woo! <laughs> I binge the show at work most afternoons. I love getting wet and hot listening to spankings, canings, and featured orgasms in a room full of people who have no idea what's going on in my pants. Good girl. In general, I don't like podcasts. I'm easily irritated by inside jokes, poor production quality, and incoherent, inefficient, poorly planned content. I agree. You are only those things in the most accessible and fun (laughs) ways. (laughs) I should have read this. (laughs) Thank you? Question mark? (laughs) 
She says, thank you, Boogie, for rambling in entertaining ways. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> thank you, Kathy and Abyss, for keeping him on track. And thanks to all of the wonderful people who've donated equipment for good sound quality. I had to write today because I just got to the one-year anniversary episode. I almost cried at all of the wonderful things you had to say to each other. And I had to tell you, yes, I second everything. And I appreciate you all. Although, going forward, I'm going to miss Kathy's annoyingly great rap. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, I have to tell you. I normally <laughs> think you guys suck. I normally think podcasts suck, but you guys suck for sure. Don't don't let it get out. Don't get too carried ahead. Perverted podcast does suck ass, but in kind of a charming in way. Way. Yeah, you know you. what? That has to be our new tagline. Perverted podcast, inside jokes, poor production quality, and incoherent, inefficient, poor Why do we need to content. advertise it? It's apparently well transmitted to our <laughs> listeners. That's great. I Thank you. I think she that sent is hysterical. in. I think she sent in a featured orgasm. Did she? I think that was her. We just got a new one. We're going to okay. play it in the next featured orgasm. It was well, that was a wonderful email. I laughed <laughs> my fucking ass off because Thank it's kind of true. We are half losers, and that's yeah. what makes us so funny to listen to. Seventy four shows. I really thought <laughs> we would we would be kind of mainstream. <laughs> no, we're not. Every show, every time I edit the show, I go this time. This time, we're really going to we're really going to just pound the fucking just nail it, uh, hit the post, and then we get an email like this. <laughs> We're not hitting the post. <laughs> God damn it. Hey, cool attack. <laughs> oh, spooky show. Spooky show of horror. <laughs> this is dirty trick or treat. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Okay, go. Here's my haiku. Five, seven, Phillips, five, 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 seven, five. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Teenage dream door knock. Sexy pirate answers nude. Trick or treat. Treat, treat! <laughs> Haiku attack! Never actually happened. <laughs> Never actually. But every year, you just you think this is going to be the day. Yeah. This is going to be day with a hot, naked woman who wants to teach me things. I probably would have peed in my pants and run away. <laughs> but just the thought never, never happened. Right. Kathy? Yes. Go. Turn off the lights. Shh. Draw the blinds so they won't come. Got your treat right here. Ow! Bam! Hey, cool attack! <laughs> Shaka Khan! Mm. All right, shut up. God damn it. Ah. Wait, oh, fuck. I don't have the... Wait, hang on. You don't have the what? I don't have the jingle. Here, I For you didn't... Oh, I all that prep Shaka. work. Wait, wait. No, I didn't. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Right. I know this show's supposed to be tight. It's like, okay. wait. Okay, right, right. <laughs> don't cry. We've been there. What is there, it? We're, we're there for you. <laughs> what was that about? Incoherent rambling? <laughs> Shit. That's Ruby Tuesday. Don't cry. Groovy newbies. We've been there. We're here for you. That's it. That's it, yeah. Okay, it was 74 fucking weeks ago when I made it. <laughs> Damn it. That's pretty funny. All that prep work we were doing. <laughs> Shut up. Wait, I was supposed to say something. I'm abyss here. If you are new to exploring your kinky side or the BDSM lifestyle, don't worry. We were all new at least once. And apparently still <laughs> suck, but it's charming. Send your questions and topics of kinky newness, and we will do our best to help you without making you feel stupid. <laughs> Shut up. 
This week's topic is... I don't know. What, the, what is this one about? It's, um, oh, this how is- do I know what kind of submissive I am? Are there different levels? Go see Brown and <laughs> let him practice on you. That's the answer. That is a confusing thing for new people. Cause you what hear type all, of submission? Yeah. Because first of all, I mean, I think that we can all agree, I'm assuming, that generally speaking, if you had to put it into levels, you would say that at the bottom end would be bottoms and then submissives and the most intense would be slaves. Which is more of a 24-7, yeah. you know. And not even. I, we, me and Creative Explorer do the most. Okay, well, you can do it. But it's not 24-7. So in that, okay, right, right, right. Yeah. But it is more intense. It's giving up total control. Sure. So, um I'm this kind of question is depending on what words you're using submissive bottom slave um yes or absolutely is there's those three levels and then there's levels within those levels but they're not something that's written down in stone and that everyone new to the community gets handed this paperwork and says choose which one you're going to be and there are just so many permutations, so many different things that one person can have that another person doesn't have that makes every person unique. I don't know anyone that has the same dynamic or that can, they may use the overall term, hey, I'm a submissive. But what it means to you is something completely different than what it means to someone else. What's a pumatation? Oh, my God. You know what? You do that on purpose. <laughs> you know perfectly I heard, well what No, it it's just a puma pyramid. What's a permutation? Just move on. I do. I want to know the word. It's this a is, neat word. This is what Bound to the Sun was talking about. Sh- Poorly planned sh- content. Was it permutations or per- permutation? Oh, permutations. 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 Mark, look it up. Okay, never mind. <laughs> hey, she's my she slave today. Your feet. Don't be, don't be leading my slave today. <laughs> this is my Halloween slave. I have another ten minutes. Mark, what kind of slave are you? <laughs> Mark, can you please look up permutations? Oh my god. She was already doing it. Whatever. <laughs> no, I I it's really simple, but once again, if we go out and speak to people and we let them know because they hear from the media, from romance novels, they hear from people that maybe don't have the information that a submissive is someone who just gives up control and the dominant completely takes control and there's never a negotiation and it's never what if it works for you it's ne- these are, this is sorry not to go against you and papa but uh, yeah. but this is one of the things that we talk about in panels this is the thing that we go out that there are dynamics and differences in this and it's what is inspired by each individual that what what does permutations mean? It's a mathematical term that means arranging different things in a specific set order. It's a cool word. Yeah. All right. I got to look that up. Save that, please. <laughs> I'm going to put that in my vocabulary. Um, vocabulary. But I think, it's, I think it's really important to understand that, you know, just because you feel you might be submissive or be looking for someone to dominate you doesn't mean you're submissive to everyone. And it doesn't mean that even the person you want to submit to is the right person that inspires your submission it may just not work you may have attraction you may have sexual energy you may have oh my gosh we place you know really well but you just don't feel motivated by their plan by their higher calling by their plan for you that's okay too that just means that you're not submissive to that person doesn't mean you don't still have that desire it just means that in this situation either there has to be a negotiation where the dominant 
makes change or accommodates your your needs which everyone says, oh, that's horrible because a dominant can't negotiate. You're not really a dominant. (laughs) Well, that's actually bullshit, too, Mm -hmm. because you do negotiate. You say, this is what I want. If there's a deal breaker, then that's what you have. Both the submissive and the dominant get to have deal breakers. And the dominant gets to say, hey, I understand that's what you need, but I can't give that to you. And the submissive gets to say, this is what you want, but I, I can't give you that. Yeah. I happen to think that the worst thing anybody new to the community could do is to just determine ahead of time what it is that they are and then run around trying to find situations that fit that sure. because you will never know even if you have a strong inclination in one area which i did when i first came into the community you're not going to know what happens until you get into that relationship until you start talking and then suddenly different feelings like you said will start manifesting for different people sure so and and the be- and the most fun is to just go with that and find out these new things about you that's what is so great about bdsm and kink in my opinion is that the uh, you'd play with one person and something completely different will come out you play with another person it's like this scavenger hunt where you're going around trying to figure out what are the different sides of me the different parts of me i do want to submit to this person but my submission to that person has nothing to do with my submission to that other person. Or your desire to top that person. It's for a switch. Absolutely. I sure. can go clear to the other side of the spectrum. So uh, it's a it's a tough thing to determine. And I would caution anyone against trying. I mean, that really, the answer when someone asks you, what are you? The answer of I don't know is perfectly acceptable. Sure. It's a great starting point. I have no idea. I'm new. I just am going to get started trying to figure this out. Absolutely. I like it. It's a good question. Be a damn question. self. Yes. Be a damn self. Oh, you know what time? Oh, my God. We're already at the end. We are at the end. Oh, my we God. Are the, we flew by. Yeah, we did. If you have questions or comments for us that you would like to ask, or questions mostly that you would like us to ask, because this is perverted mailbox, meaning we're going to answer something. I'm an idiot. Whatever. <laughs> Fucking God damn it. <laughs> Never going to be polished. <laughs> Email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com, pervertedpodcast at gmail.com, pervertedpodcast at gmail.com. Is that the magic number? You read everything three times? Yeah, that's oh. part of your brain works or something like that. You know what time it is? What time we're is it? We're going to finish the show, but we're going to do it with some horror. It's horror Halloween. Horror poetry, horror it is stories. Ha- Wait, i got to turn this mic off. Wait, can I tickle Mark? <laughs> 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 She's under the table with all that equipment. She's, not, she's, wait, go, oh, she's, she's just, crawling away. She just crawled under the other table. She got away from you. I thought you were her master. A twoo master. I'm not her <laughs> For tonight, it's Halloween. You sure are. Baby, come back here. That Wow. See, that's a perfect example. That's how this master says something. That's a good girl. That was that's quite right. a command. Kiss my package. <gasps> Thank you. That's a good girl. I, that's it. Yikes. That's my horse. Blow steamy hot right air there. through my underwear on my nutsack. Uh, Blow steamy air. That's it. (laughs) 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 Ah, That's a good girl. Uh, All right, lay down. Let's just end the show, please. No, (laughs) it's horror poetry. I wrote. Did you write? I write. um, Trigger warning. (laughs) No trigger warning. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Fuck you all. Um, So let's let's do some scary music. Or uh, what is it? Okay. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Wait, I gotta, I gotta set up the thing so it loops. There it is. Lupe, okay. lupe. There. All right, you read your scary poem. Oh, me first. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for this boogie? All right, hang on a sec. That's oh, too yeah. loud. Because we're a pro. We are professional. This there. is poorly planned. <laughs> okay, there. That's your horror movie. <laughs> Music in the whatever in the background. 
horror. Do I have to say it with that in the background? No. Okay. Ready? Take a deep breath. Get spooky. I, I can't tell you the name of this because it'll give away the, the joke. Okay. All right. But I'm sure you'll get what it is. Got my clothes about to dress, sitting naked on the couch. Footsteps come, the door is slammed, and ah! It's Boogie. <laughs> I'm sitting in the kitchen, going to drink myself some tea, when down the hall I hear him laugh and take a running start. And on his feet with socks, he slides past the open door. Cock and balls are all I see. Ah! It's Boogie! <laughs> Threshold holds a lot of horror for those who seek it out. Some good, some great, some not so bad, some just the perfect size. But in all the parties, classes, groups, I bet you didn't know that the scariest one of all is hiding in plain sight. Because roaming down the halls in the mighty club of sin lurks the one that tops them all. Ah! It's Boogie! (laughs) (laughs) We didn't talk about the video! Kathy was having a bad day a few days ago. <laughs> so, you know, the hallway's kind of got tiles and it's slick. So on socks, if you run, you can slide and try not to kill yourself. So she's sitting in the kitchen and the hallway door's right there. And I'm like, so I'm like, I'm just going to cheer Kathy up. So I, I go and I skid so you can't see me until I'm in the doorway. And then I go sideways and I go, ah, with my hands up in the air. And she goes, and she laughs. She's all, that's funny. I go, oh my God, I'm going to record that because it's like a gift. Let's make a gift of that. It'd be funny. So I do it a couple times. The first time I almost killed myself. This I heard you hit the wall. <laughs> I almost, I survived. But, you know, I'm determined. got to get a good slide. you got to be sideways. So I'm like, ah, sideways. It's on YouTube. It says cheering up a friend or don't laugh at this. Um, so, so then I'm like, okay, i got to get a really good one. And so she's like, I go, okay, are you ready? It's like is the, the third time the you're third doing time. it. You're like, look the, over here. I'm all, the okay. camera is set up. So, of course, the week that she's looking, I strip off my fucking <laughs> pants and I fucking run as fast as I can. I go completely sideways and wiggle my cock as I go across the door. <laughs> it was truly horror. <laughs> See your nutsack dangling. <laughs> but only for a half a second. And then I tried to go back and show her the back end. <laughs> it is on YouTube and Vimeo, God damn it, and Fed Life. It cheered you up. It did. I left my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it horrified you. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you get easily grossed out or freaked out, I'm just giving you your warning now. Turn it off now. Oh, boy. When she came to, the light from a single hanging low watt bulb burned her bloodshot and dehydrated eyes. Her head was aching and her clothes were wet with fresh, sticky blood. Straining to focus, she could only read the hand-scrawled message on the wall that would give her the one instruction she would need to survive. Endure all the rooms to make it to daylight. Before any deeper meaning could be contemplated of these instructions, or even how she got to be in this position, the light bulb burst into a thousand shards, and an orchestra of scurrying feet filled the dark room coming towards her. As she screamed in horror, the feeling of hundreds of furry bodies and scratching claws climbing and biting at her clothing made her spasm and wretch with revulsion and terror. The rats meticulously ignored her flailing and proceeded to chew until she was stripped naked. The tiny teeth made shallow, painful tears into her flesh that as much as she tried to hate made her pussy overwhelmingly wet. 
one of the rats seized on this opportunity to claw up her inner thigh and crawl into her cunt, where it proceeded to shake and convulse in a way no biological creature could possibly vibrate. The feeling of wiggling fur inside her terrified snatch made her sob and scream with humiliation and shameful ecstasy. She was being rat-fucked on a cold floor, and it turned her on. The rats bit her nipples hard, and she squirted while coming all over the rats biting her legs and the tail of the rat buried in her pussy. With screams and writhing, she came and came until her head rang and her heart felt like it would explode. Then, everything went black. And all was a floating, quiet dream. She lost consciousness again. When she came to, the light from a single hanging low-watt bulb burned her bloodshot and dehydrated eyes. Her head was aching, and her clothes were back on and once again wet with fresh sticky blood. How many rooms had she been in? How many more must she endure until she can see the light of day? Oh my god, that is our fucking Halloween show. Uh, thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you're in Los Angeles or surrounding Spooky areas, sounds. visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to Unger and everybody in the chat room. Woo! And poor little Mark there on oh, the floor. She's happy. Aww. She liked the story. I said, you're the only one that's going to like this. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> If you have questions, comments, and ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, our sexy, spooky Halloween audience. Gross, man. <laughs> Rat fuck. Oh, my God. Just the claws and the biting. <laughs> Mark's down Mark's there just laughing. going, <laughs> And finally, if you are interested in supporting us, please go to our Patreon and or... Uh, what's the other one? PayPal page. Just go to PayPal. And, <laughs> just send uh, money to PayPal. <laughs> please tell your friends about our podcast and put us on your pages and let people know that we're here. We do have a mission and we are reaching out to people, even from right here. And uh, we love you and have a great, safer, terrifying fucking week. <laughs> we love you. Hunger! <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> We're ending the show. Yeah. <laughs> Did he say bye? <laughs> <laughs> She's alive, finally, you fucker. <laughs>